Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Charlie Beck. And Charlotte, have you seen these celebrity auction stories that are going around at the moment? Because it's literally all I'm looking on to, you know, bring some joy to my soul and my life. Yeah, so the celebrities are poor, right? No, 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 no. Don't make this into a bad thing. (laughs) The celebrities themselves aren't poor. So as we know, the writer's strike, which is going on for 150 years. I mean, not that we're the ones being affected, but, you know, it's taken celebrity culture in a weird way, so I do feel personally affected. But it's been stretching on for a couple of months now, the writer's strike and the actor's strike, Mm -hmm. which means that all the people involved in that strike are not making any money. Yes. So anyway, the Union Solidarity Coalition has put together this celebrity auction with all of these really well-known people who were auctioning off like cute little experiences with them as celebrities and then all the money going to support people who are out of work for the strike. And some of them are a bit interesting. For $3,000, Lena Dunham will come to your house and paint a mural on your wall, like paint a whole wall of your house. I heard about that, but I heard that she didn't specify what the mural would be No, you can pick. Oh, I can pick. You can pick anything you want and Lena will paint it for you. Is she a good artist? I think so. Yeah, I think she's actually an artist by trade. Sorry, everyone. I'm sure she's great. (laughs) But if you don't want that, you could get a watercolour portrait of your dog by John Lithgow. Cool. Love that. Also, Adam Scott will walk your dog for $3,000. Busy Phillips will do a pottery class with you for $2,800. Natasha Leone will do the New York Times crossword puzzle with you and, like, help you through it. So because we're all bad people and we like to take nice things and make them bad things, now there's so many joke auction items out there, it's hard to tell which are the real ones in some cases and which are the fake ones. So you can record a podcast with Che Diaz for $55. (laughs) That's not endorsed uh, by Sarah Ramirez, you should say. Dakota Johnson lock you in a coffee shop for $640. I think we should get this money happening because for like a million dollars, Florence Pugh will tell you what happened on the Don't Worry Darling set over a boozy brunch. I know it's a joke, but it shouldn't be. We'll start a GoFundMe. It shouldn't be a joke. Someone out there needs to pay like $30 million for this. I want to know so badly. There's literally nothing else in this world I care about as much as that. Same. It means underpriced that Chris Pine will tell you what happened on the Don't Worry Darling set for $640, which seems wildly under budget. And did Harry spit on you at the That's all, yeah. At the film that's, a, that's a bonus million. <laughs> Yeah, so they just keep going on and on and on. But now my whole feed is just full of these, like, joke auction accounts. And some of them, like, the Don't Worry Darling thing should be legit, right? I feel like if you're having a bad day, just look at all the fake auctions that are going around. Yeah. They're funny. We should go and, like, bid for a real one. There's heaps of them up still. Like, what's the one thing you'd want a celebrity to do with you? I mean, obviously, the Don't Worry Darling thing is the just amazing. Top of my list. 
Oh, that's a hard one. I haven't thought about yeah. that. I'd like just hang out and talk to Dakota Johnson, her weird house and her weird voice, and like throw back some cocktails with her. Did you watch the Architectural Digest video where she says how she loves limes, yeah. but then was like, I'm allergic to limes, someone put them there? She's so random. I think she just never really knows where she is at any time. So anyway, if you've seen any good auctions of these, like real or fake, let us know if you bid on one, because some of the bids are coming from Australia, we have heard. Let us know. I'm just desperate to know what people are actually paying for. And speaking of Architectural Digest, we need to talk about the hidden details in all the celebrity apologies as of late and how it undermines what they're saying. And once you see it, you won't be able to unsee it. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So there's been a lot of really upsetting stories in the celebrity world at the moment. We've got a lot of sexual assault and rape allegations. We've got celebrities letting us down doing the wrong thing and going against strikes. And it's all very bleak. And what's come from this bleak news cycle is a couple of very high profile, like highly dissected apology videos that some big name celebrities have put out. And when they put out these apology videos, we were really focused on, I guess, first, like the action they were taking, what they're apologizing for, the language they used. But if you look back on them, there's something there that is undermining what they're saying. And not to make light of this, but it just goes to show that celebrity culture is hilarious. So Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis put out an apology video recently. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. So people were really dissecting what they were saying. But then you look at the optics of the video. These are definitely two people in Hollywood who have always billed themselves as very down-to-earth people, very not interested in money and fame, all that sort of stuff, despite the fact that they are hugely rich, especially because of the businesses they own, their entrepreneurship, along with the productions they're in and also just the money they can get for starring in things, particularly Mila, who's had like a lot of high-budget films over the last couple of years. And they're both seeing their like no makeup, or at least no detectable makeup, Mm -hmm. hair pulled back. They're both wearing light grey, very ordinary looking fabrics. Yeah, it's not look at me in any way. So it's really, they want you to focus on the words, not any way that they look. So toned down, so pared back. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting in front of a very nondescript wall, almost like a weather-beaten wall, one would say. And so you're thinking they're just one of the people, like they're sitting in like a little rustic cabin somewhere you know, away from the hustle and bustle of Hollywood. And that's just what their home looks like. They're just like us. But no, they are not. They're not like us. Because when you actually think of what that home looks like and it's what people have been picking up on, they live in a $40 million farmhouse, but not a farmhouse, like a Hollywood farmhouse, like a beautiful, big, lush, completely like self-sustaining, eco-friendly farmhouse. And the reason we know this is because they did an architectural digest tour in 2021. And 
now people have done these zoned out videos and we can see that Ashton and Mila, they're sitting in front of like almost one side of their house that has been like altered to look weather beaten. They're facing like this huge pool that's like bigger than I'm sure like both of our homes combined. Mm -hmm. And it's very strategic. And they've done that because they're following the rule of the poor wall. The poor <laughs> wall. When you first told me about this, I thought this was the funniest thing. But it's so true. I remember seeing their house because I, I watch every Celebrity Architectural Do Digest video. Okay. Love them. Love going inside their house. And theirs was one of my favourite. The big, beautiful chandelier, all the big glass open windows. So we built this house. Oh. And... Uh, it was all designed around the chandelier that we thought was so obnoxious. No, it's amazing. That we had in a previous house. And we were like, how do we make the chandelier less obnoxious? Let's put a bone around it. It's a beautiful house. But then I saw this thing on Twitter when they zoom out from where their apology video is. And I was like, oh, you're kidding. And then you just, you look at it in a completely different light. So you went on a bit on a bit of a deep dive into celebrity apology videos and the poor and the wall. background, yeah, because the poor wall it seems like it's been around for a while, but it's relatively new in the like Hollywood celeb sphere. And you can see if, like they haven't said they've had a publicist involved, but they obviously have had a publicist and a crisis team involved. And the note would have been follow the script, look toned down, and find a poor wall in your house. So whether they had that wall recovered to look poor, or they just decided it was the poorest part of their house, and that's where they've served circled in now. And you think like, okay, that's just them. Maybe they're the only celebs who thought to use the poor wall and that's why we didn't pick it up. But then comes out Drew Barrymore. It was kind of not an apology so much as a tearful rant that she quickly deleted. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> I deeply apologize to writers. I deeply apologize to unions. She was obviously apologising for saying that she was going to bring her talk show back amid the strikes and that led to the outside of her show being picketed by so many big names in Hollywood writers, producers, the writers from her own show who were outside saying, Drew Barrymore, how could you do this to us? And before she relented, she put up that video basically going around in circles and saying, like, I know people are upset, but it's so complex. And she keeps saying, like, I didn't want to get a publicist involved. I didn't want to get a publicist involved, which I would believe, except that she's kind of in front of a poor wall, kind of segueing into a poor kitchen, but definitely a poor wall. I feel like she didn't get a publicist's <laughs> help to go through her script, but she did for where she was sitting. She's like, just tell me where to sit and I'll just ramble. Yeah. She did. Yeah, 100% the rambling. But also look at what she's wearing in terms of, it's very Mila Ashton in terms of, it's almost like a sweatshirt pajama top. Again, like looking very downplayed, no makeup, unless it's like very natural looking makeup, like disheveled hair. It's all trying like glasses pushed up on her head. It's all to just to be like, I'm just a normal woman at home. I'm one of the people. Yeah, I'm one of the people. Exactly. And like, it's not a completely blank wall, but you can see at one stage when she zooms out that she's like sitting in front of like a laundry closet wall. So again, she has an opulent home. She makes a lot of money and we haven't seen like a full tour, but we've seen like some images of her homes and stuff. And the fact that she's gone. Yeah. Also like she lives in a mansion. The fact that she's in front of a laundry closet door, which is her version of a poor wall, I think really goes to say a lot about where this is going at the moment. Absolutely. And speaking about Drew and her apology video and how it was a bit of a waffle, there are experts that celebrities are hiring in Hollywood to help write their apologies. Of course, they have teams, but there is one who has come out on TikTok and criticised the celebrities. We'll get into that after the break. 
So I think a lot of this really looking into these celeb videos can be traced back almost to maybe the Imagine video that came out in the, do you remember this? Like what's burnt into my brain. I know it's low-hanging oh, fruit. it's the most cringe thing. It was the beginning of COVID, It was right? the first week. Like that's why I think they didn't know any better. So and it was they like, were not sitting in front of their poor walls. No, no. That was one of the worst things. So it was like led by Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, Jamie Dornan, so many, like so many celebrities. Imagine all the people. Living for today. Yeah. Imagine there is no countries yet. It isn't hard to do. One of the reasons they got criticized, I mean, apart from the fact that it was a stupid idea and it was a bad song, is that they're singing about like staying strong and kind of getting through this together. And they forgot to hide their backgrounds in a lot of cases. So in a lot of cases, you can see these big sprawling backyards and opulent homes, not in all of them, but in some of them. And I think that kicked off people being like, I can't take anything you say seriously while you're either trying to hide your wealth or you're not being like careful not to show it off. And then in the like the last couple of months, we've seen a few different slow videos come out where they hadn't thought to utilize the poor war concept, mm. but they had been very careful about making the background look very neutral and like they're very thinky, carefully, like a very educated person. So like when Will Smith finally did his apology for the Oscars slap, he's got a bookcase, but the books are obscure, but kind of makes him think that he's in a library and he's like a really thought out gentleman. And then Colleen Ballinger, the YouTuber and Netflix star who came under like fire recently for like all these different allegations, when she sat down to do her ukulele apology, which is a whole other situation, (laughs) ukulele apologies are separate to the poor wall. (laughs) She's like sitting on the floor in front of this grey couch with like a few strategically placed things in the background to make her look very adult, very sophisticated. It's giving a bit Kmart though, so you're not really focusing on the background. Yes. It does remind me of recently when Meghan Markle did her birthday video oh, and all yes. anyone could talk about was the Hermes blanket that yeah. was there. She'll never do that again. Oh, exactly. Once we start talking about the poor wall and it catches on which it will, yeah. <laughs> she will never have that blanket in her video again. Yeah, exactly. Everyone was going through adding up what was in the background of her video and it was more than most of our like will make in like years of working full time was just in the frame of her video. So obviously that's a different way to go. But then even like, I mean, I know it wasn't an apology video, but with like Russell Brand's video this week where he was denying the allegations, I mean, I'm sure a publicist would have said, dude, go for the poor wall. Find the poorest wall in your house. And if you can't find one, borrow one to get you through this. And instead, he very deliberately stood in front of a bookcase with these very telling titles of books that lent into what he was trying to push. Midst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. So again, it's like very, very curated. Like the celebrities, they're calling in the big guns, but it's not really working out. They have a whole team behind them doing this for them. They will talk about every step of the apology. And actually, there's this woman on TikTok that I came across a while ago. She's blown up since every celebrity is apologising. Have you come across a woman called Molly McPherson on TikTok? No, I haven't, which feels weird that the TikTok algorithm doesn't know me well enough to serve me these videos. She is great. She's a crisis PR management expert. And whenever a celebrity drops an apology video, she breaks it down 
bit by bit and explains where they've kind of gone wrong. Yeah. In her TikTok videos, she has a framework that she runs the apology through and mm. it's called Own It, Explain It and Promise It. So firstly, she wants the celebrity to basically own what they've done, why they're apologising. Yeah. Secondly, you have to explain it. And McPherson says that this is your context piece. It's where the person at the centre of the crisis explains what happens and goes through, okay, how did I stuff up here? And in the third and final step, McPherson's looking for a promise. What's the celebrity going to do next? How are they going to do better? She also talked about Miller and Ashton and she said they screwed up two years in the pool wall, basically. Yeah, they should have gone on like a 60 minutes or just done a sit-down interview with someone so they could explain their side of the story. And now they're going to have to do a follow-up and kind of say, okay, how are they going to educate themselves for next, for the next yeah. time? That apology video was not an apology. What we all witnessed was an explanation video. Finally, LB, we've had a lot of shitty celebrity apologies lately. Can you think of any that were good? Oh, God, is it bad that I don't think I can? I couldn't either. I think that when they are good and, like, one's not coming springing to mind, but I think when they work is when they have to completely own it. They have to also put it out in a context of, like, like you said, being interviewed by someone, putting it on the record, putting it on their Insta feed and leaving comments open, not just having it disappear as a story. Like, I think a lot of those things and actually seeing some sort of remorse or change in there. Because the thing is about Drew Barrymore is, like, yeah, that video was terrible. But her actual follow-up statement where she said, okay, I've done the wrong thing, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop this. And people are still railing at her for that. And I was like, she did the thing that you asked. And she said, sorry, I was wrong. She didn't do it in a video. but And didn't do it in the right order. Yeah. Just take a step back and really think it through. Go speak to our friend Molly on TikTok. Yeah. Anyway, clearly we can't think of a good celebrity (laughs) apology. Spillers, let us know on the Spill Instagram if you can remember any good celebrity apologies because I would love to see them and see what Molly would think about them. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Spill. This episode of The Spill was produced by Gia Moylan with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.